This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Doing really, really well. I see that Big Booty Trudy and Mr. Wade have been referred to the Georgia Bar. Did I tell you that we regulate ourselves? I hope they regulate the heck out of them, to be honest with you. Uh, also, I hope they regulate the heck out of uh, Ingeron or whatever his name is. Eggmoron. Eggmoron. A- Albert? Is his name Albert? Arthur. 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 Right? Arthur and Arthur. Yeah. I, ha- I wish I had a dime for every dime I have. <laughs> that'd be pretty good uh well uh james o'keefe yes went to his uh oh this is technology thursday uh, so we can talk about what's the technology he used to do this okay well he uses uh hidden cameras pinhole cameras is what they call them uh they can be put you know on your body and you know they wire a guy up who follows him around like a friend and it has audio and video and it shoots from like either a bell buckle, you know, a badge, something like that. It's kind of hidden. And uh, he had his OMG t-shirt on, on top of that. And uh, he started talking to. Are you serious? Yeah. He, he first, one of the people at the uh, place he works out knew who he was and told him how, what a big fan he was of him. And he goes, well, thank you. I'm kind of trying to do something here. And he goes, oh, okay. You know, and then, Hilarious. uh, then, uh, he went and, you know, yeah, I, I'll give the guy he's for his age. He looked like he was pumping some pretty serious weights. Um, you know, he was exercising. We're talking about egg moron. Egg moron. But, uh, he also talked to a few people who work out there. And uh, one of them even had a video of Egg Moron kind of hitting on this girl. And she did this and said, back off. So uh, he did post that. Their exchange was not that, you know, crazy. But he did say, hey, I'm a big fan. We got to get those mega people. <laughs> and he didn't really, as a judge and a lawyer, I'm sure, he didn't really commit either way. He said, well, thank you. Thank you for, for that. That's basically all he said. He was trying to get him to start dialoguing. And I don't think he took the bait. Uh, but I think any exchange with any human, he'd probably do the same thing. Uh, well, I think he failed here. It doesn't like he got anything. He didn't get him. No, he didn't. But he put it up, you know. But, you know, the only thing he had is the video of the guy who, Gave it to him and showed the girl saying, back off. They blurred her face. Well, I mean, when I saw on on on, on a Gateway Pundit that they were going to release it at 4 p.m. Eastern time, which would have been, what, 3 here. Yeah. And that there was going to be proof that he didn't wear underwear when he was working out. And it, it, there was uh, that. that wasn't on the exchange that I saw. Well, you know, we just have to trust, trust Trump to get it. 
<laughs> All right. So this is my question. You are my IT guys, the one to make this happen, the one who increased our volume and all this stuff. But how can this guy walk around recording Egg Moron and other people and they don't know it? And we don't even have the technology to play video, do audio clips on here. <laughs> Welcome to Microsoft. <laughs> you don't find that funny, Dwayne? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We were working on it, guys, listeners. We were working on it before the podcast started. We'll we'll get it. Yeah, it's just you got to. There's a thousand buttons, and you got to tick the right one. I, I will say that whatever we lost from the the way we were doing it to this is more than made up by sound quality. I've listened to it, and there's no question it's better. So I get to tease them about the fact that they can't instantly allow me to play Monty Python clips, and more importantly, features from georgia yeah he wants to play uh italian only speeches on here and anyway uh, but they're wonderful they're, they're, wonderful. they're wonderful speeches okay. wonderful speeches <laughs> i think without the visual maybe they aren't as wonderful for some people but so what we got going today in technology wait a second you need to take a sip of that isn't that pj's coffee it is not it's i had to get some i drank my pj's coffee so this is just, you know, a gas station coffee. Guys, we're going to have a mediocre podcast. I apologize in advance. Well, I did have a whole tumbler full of delicious PJ's coffee, so I should be fine. You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. All right. Dwayne, what you drinking? I'm drinking one of those Mountain Dew Zeros. <laughs> there you go. Because I'm I just far away from hot. The only reason I don't put my caffeine straight into my veins I don't know how to use to do shots. I do five hour interviews intravenously. (laughs) I don't waste my time with any other method than the quickest one. That's I kill a five hour energy. (laughs) Well, I've done those too. So anyway, all right. So the old the old IT joke is: Do you know what programmers are? Biological devices that turn caffeine into code. That's funny. You know, you know, this is really interesting. I did well in law school. I'm just, you know, it's the first school I did well. And I, I, in fact, I got to tell you this. I got better as it went. I wasn't that good of elementary school. Got a little bit better, a little bit better. And it was very good when I got to law school. But, you know, I did not drink coffee or have caffeine or anything back then. I, I don't know how I did it. Did you sleep well? Well, when you slept. So you didn't sleep much. Right? No, you don't. Nobody sleeps much. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know how that happened. I guess youth. Useful energy. <laughs> All right. I am really going to let you talk technology now. <laughs> All right. What I wanted to bring up today is that um, the head of OpenAI has said that in seven months, they will have AGI. Uh, th- we keep hearing these rumblings from the people in the know, quote unquote, that they're going to have AGI. Now, AGI is different from AI. AGI is um, artificial general intelligence this is the holy grail of artificial intelligence this would be a and we'll talk a little bit about this and Dwayne, you can kind of either back me up or refute me here but agi is the way we are we're we're not artificial but we have general intelligence okay and the general intelligence being that for instance when uh your let's say you you do the your work with the 
you know, AI, whether it be chat or whatever. And you say, no, no, I need you to dial that back a little or pull forward. That's AGI at work. But we just have general intelligence. Okay. So our brains work very differently as far as that goes to the large language models, which are using our brains and how we pattern language, as I understand it, to decide how to respond through kind of an, I don't know if it's an algorithm, but it's some kind of programming. All right. So if you get, but it's dependent on um, humans. That's why I can lie. That's why I can make uh, black George Washington, all that. All that is comes from whoever coded it. And AGI would then take that and be able to not need us to code to figure it out to do the general intelligence. It could just keep going and it could go technically at a rate that would be astounding. According to, and you know, it, it comes to the, I think the model they use is stamps. And you know, if a guy was collecting stamps and he wanted, you know, I'm collecting stamps. I really like stamps. I'm going to get this AGI to figure out how to get me more stamps. And so the AGI goes, oh, stamps. And so first it finds all the stamps it can. Then it finds out, well, I've got all the stamps now. How do I make more? So then it goes and it starts finding places that will make stamps and influencing them to make them. Then it says, well, now we don't have any paper for stamps, so we need to cut down some forests. You see how that goes? It just keeps going because it's been told you need more stamps. So that's basically what AGI could do badly. In other words, that would be a bad outcome for us. We need more cow cowbell. Yeah, it's kind of more cowbell. Boy, it'd be good to get that clap right now. When anyway, uh, but. <laughs> Wish we had a way to play a sound. Yeah, well, we will. We will. <laughs> yeah, I wish we had a way to. I would have had that recording yesterday too. But anyway, um, so if we if we game that out, if he can do AGI, it's going to be wow. Now there yeah. is quite a few physicists, other scientists, and other people who say, "No, that's not going to happen. I don't think you can do it." And well, I think you can make something, but you might be able to make something that doesn't look much different from real AGI, is what I'm thinking. Um, now, AI, I think you can see how with Gemini and all these. Don't bring know, Jim into this. Well, Gemini, Google's, you know, oh, new AI. That's you and Jim. No, it's not Gemini, Glenn and Jim. No, no, not it. <laughs> But anyway, uh, if you if you if you look at that, that supposedly dropped Google seventy billion dollars market cap just because of the negative press. Really? Supposedly. Now, that seventy billion is a number I remember, so I'd have to look that up for sure. Anyway, it dropped their stock price incredibly. So, how does that affect the blob? The blob doesn't care. Blob doesn't get their money that way. The blob just has to have Google be the main search engine. All right. So so I do have a question on technology. But I want to finish this up, make sure we finish this topic. Seven months, 
That's what he's saying. I All right. So so it's not done. No. Nor does anybody know how to do it, by the way. That's it's arbitrary number. It's just made up. It's just it's it's that's fake news. Dwayne has a little wavy hand. He wants to talk. Uh, Dwayne. So you have so, something you would like to share with the class? I do. So <laughs> AGI is AI on steroids like a humanoid. It has the ability to draw conclusions that are not present, to read between the lines, to make hypotheses and test them. It's basically Star Trek The Next Generation's data, the android, um, in real life inside a computer. And so since it has this degree of autonomous and self-control and reasoning, this is the thing that we're afraid of, that we lose control of, that can do things that can harm us and our environment. Well, I mean, now, what Glenn was describing sounds dangerous. It's very yeah. dangerous. This is, is basically That's... putting something in charge of our our um, life support systems on this planet. But I mean, it, it seems like to me, it could, it could it could convince it could come up with the idea that well, England drives on one side of the road and America on the other. When you fix that, yeah. Well, what if AGI decides? to play the role of a hacker, a hacker gang, and is better than the conglomerate of all the human race on the planet and can hack everything. My AI is going to fight yours. And that might be the what happens is everybody has Terminator. No, everybody has their own personal AI. That might be where it went. Now, that's a speculation. My assistant. But Hey, it's that little clip. Remember that little clip you used to get to tell you if you had needed help? They oh, find- the paper. Paperclip. Yeah. Oh God. If that morphs into AGI, I'm just gonna <laughs> I am driving off a cliff. I'm just <laughs> right now. But so the other was, thing was when if they're announcing they're seven months away from one that the public or that I knew he was say that. pay for, then you know our they State Department and CIA have already had access to one for many years. My AI brain already told me Dwayne was going to say that. Oh, good. I completely and totally anticipated that. Well, and that is another speculation. Um, you know, are we being more than influenced by the CIA or the blobs AGI? You know, I think if you don't limit your screen time on what people are saying today, yes. Because, again, I, I figured this out. And we've done this on this podcast. We're pretty good about this. We don't, we'll, we'll bring up a very current event, but we like to wait to see what happens to it. And I think that it's that urge to be first, that desire that everybody wants to be. And it causes More clicks. But I mean, if you, if you, this morning, I didn't look at anything. I, I read, I read a good part of, of uh, Atlas Rug. And I read, I told you about this. I found, I have a book on philosophy and I was reading the, the, the difference between the ethics between Epicurus and, and Zeno. Well, that can't affect me there. I'm free from their infection. My, my interaction is very small with anything that the, that the slob could put through. Remember the video that fooled you. I know. I learned from that. I learned from that. And there's going to be some other way of influence or shutting you down. Now here's oh, wait, wait, wait. let me say this. Let me say this. I, I think I get you. You're saying that if you think you're if you think you're 
exempt or you you can beat it, you're probably beat already. I think that's kind of what you're saying. And I agree with you. I definitely am very careful because of it. Because yeah. of that. And, and, and it did beat me. It beat me on that video. It, yeah, it, and it can beat anybody. That's yeah. what I want to say. Not What, what again time. was it that made you know that that was fake? Because you warned me. Because it came out so quickly. It was so viral. It was so on the nose. Did the slob make that? Uh, probably. Probably had something to do with it. I mean, I, uh, do you know about Pixar's? Who? Pixar. What about Pixar? Yeah, I know Pixar. So Pixar first come out, they were contracted by Disney Studios folks to produce a series of movies. Um, so Yeah, so they said, hey, we want to make, I don't remember what the number was, something like, we want you to make six movies, and here's the general concepts of each of the movies over this period of time for this amount of money, work with us. And so during the process of each movie, there were challenges. They come up with, well, one was we had to do water, a lot of water under the water and on top of water scenes, water splashing and moving about, the waviness when you're under the water. And how do you get computer graphics generations to create animation that looks more realistic? So they had to develop new software tools that would help them do this. In the process of, of pre-production of saying, well, what is our biggest challenges to make this mo- movie? Um, and they would list it, their animation graphics, computer graphics animation challenges. They would create a short, a very short um, animation, and they would incorporate in that short animation overcoming proof of overcoming all of those challenges. So in the shorts, was actually an exercise to perfect so that they could do the big movie. What if that was a short that you saw of what the blob is doing behind the scenes? Is it the blob? Could be. I thought it was the slob. The blob. The blob. B-L-O-B. Okay. All right. So so you're you're saying that tie it again and tie it in again? In other words, is that video you saw of the horrible act by a uh, Hamas, something they put together that looks so real, it got a lot of people to think it. And you still have in your mind as well what happened in that video, yeah. right? You can't get it out. You can't, you can't, undo, you, you can't, can't unsee what I saw. You can't and it's a trial balloon to see if their stuff, their toys and tools are going to be good enough for something more radical. Down. Yeah. I got you. I got you. And it was debunked. So they go, okay, that didn't work. Here's what we got to oh, fix. This is how do we fix it? How was it debunked? Let's see. And they just took it down. Yeah. It's gone off the internet. Think about that for a minute. Wasn't that supposed to be impossible about five years ago? Yeah. I still thought it was impossible. You know, that's why when the Kansas City shooting ha- happened, I have a way to grab video off almost any platform if I have the URL and I grab those videos real quick, everyone I could find that look credible. And that way I could go back and look at them later because they, if they disappear, there's one of two things happening. Either they're too controversial to the narrative or they're fake. Wow. Now, you know, this is depicted fairly well in, in, um, 
that they these people there were surrogates. Everybody was everybody was running around as a surrogate, and so you could be a beautiful woman even if you were a man or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You could be whatever you wanted to be, and your surrogate go around. You interact with other people's surrogates and everything. But then these colonies of people who didn't like it were set up, and they would you you could see them working on their broken motorcycles, and you know they were overweight and everything you had all kinds of people there and they did not want to be controlled by by the surrogates right and so the the guy that was the apostle the one that was so against the surrogates the one that was leading these real humans turns out to be a surrogate yeah and that's what you're saying no matter how hard you find you're gonna have a hard time determining what is real yeah i mean just think about it five years ago we thought science had some credibility. Do we think it now? I the answer the answer is what we see on in the media now. Okay. And what's going on in tech, I believe in. Well yeah, because you can hold that in your hand. Now, the other thing is if we look at this AI and how it's going, you know, I just don't think if it could really have AGI tell us the truth, would we even listen to it as a human race? Because it didn't mean that's what Scott Adams' theory, and yeah. I, and, and I, that's one of the things that I did sleep, go to sleep when I heard that when I heard that podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, he said uh, it more than once, but okay. Well, I, I heard it once. Yeah, and he's saying sort of what I think, but and I'm it was just very saying, close to what you originally talked about, yeah, James. Right. That, and he also said the same thing you said about, uh, you know, people will pay more for art that a human made. In other words, they'll know, they'll seek out the ones the humans made. And if you follow that, then are humans going to even listen to an AI if it tells them, for instance, uh, oh, yeah, these the election system's horrible. Or the election system's perfect. What if it said that? Think about that for a minute. That's the way we can get it in our heads. Okay, okay. So, so We I shut think, it down. I think I'm putting together what all of you guys have said. All right, first of all, it's not going away. We're going to all agree with that, right? It's not going to go away. NVIDIA boosted up again. That makes the chips that run a lot of this. So, and everybody thought they can't keep going up and they went up again. All right. And, and, and the next thing I'm going to say is that AI has been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing for me. It's, mm -hmm. it's helped me practice law and made me a better lawyer. No question about it. I, 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 again, I don't know that really intelligence is word patterns, but it does a very good job. And in any to the way that I can massage a, a a brief or memorandum now and move paragraphs and stuff. Yeah, you could cut and paste, but then it would flow into the next paragraph and you'd have to go back and rework the paragraphs before and a paragraph later. And then you find out that, that it's in there two places. Hey, I picks all that up. Yeah. No, no, don't do that. So it's wonderful. So, so there's going to be what I consider this won't work is an AGI that's global. That is making what is that Starnet or whatever that is. What is that that they talk about? Uh, Skynet. 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 I don't think that can happen. Okay, I don't think that that movie where the where the where the big computers trying to kill they, they killed a brother and now they need the other brother to come in so that he can you know, keep the computer alive. I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, this is my prediction. We'll see. I think what will happen is that we will have our own AGI. That is our thinking partner. And that 
but I don't, I honestly do not believe that you're going to eliminate humans needing humans. I, and I also don't think a real AGI will be allowed to exist. You'll unplug it. Yeah, you turn it off. <laughs> so here, here's a couple of the Achilles heels. AGI will consume an enormous amount of power and require a lot of cooling and fast processor chips. So if you want to look for where they exist on this planet, you have some big clues that where you can start looking for it. If you want to know where a large indoor marijuana growing farm is at, you monitor the power consumption. Well, just put that on a larger scale for AGI. Okay, let me okay, so so let me I told you I was that movie references. In in Live Free or Die Hard, the one where they did the the um fire sale. Yeah. And the two IT guys, the two ones who were computer nerds like you and Dwayne, they looked for heat and they found it in like in Kentucky or something. They knew that they were looking for heat because something that was storing that much information had to be very hot. Yep. And that's how they found that's how they found it. <laughs> that's yep. how they located it. Yeah. <laughs> now Nancy yep. Pelosi's husband made a lot of money off of just a few months from NVIDIA stock. NVIDIA has the math coprocessor chips that are needed for large banks of processing things like AGI. They have the chips that run this stuff. Okay. And they were uniquely positioned when uh, large language models kind of hit the scene because their graphics chips, and here's another reason, uh, those graphic cards that they were putting out at the time were going for huge bucks. You know why? Bitcoin. Speaking of that, the price of that's gone through the roof. What's going on there? what's going on there in Bitcoin, in my opinion, is that we have this gold rush and it's AI related in my opinion, uh, that is Bitcoin's been following basically the stock market for a long time now. Sometimes it's a little behind. Sometimes it's a little ahead. I think this time it's a little ahead and it's ahead of the stock market really pumping it pumped yesterday pretty hard um and some people say well they're not sure there's going to be real money left anymore so they're going to bitcoin that's what the proponents are saying i'm saying that that it's a psychological engine bitcoin just like the stock market and it reflects the stock market and it might be a little ahead or a little behind and donald trump says it's predicting he's going to be in charge again <laughs> all right is he a surrogate that's my next question donald yeah i hope not but i don't know anymore <laughs> i don't, I don't see how he can be one i don't well i don't see how he can i don't see how this old of a man is keeping the schedule up that he's keep it up so if this were friday i would tell you he's he's a surrogate i i think that his energy stems from his interests and he's super interested in what he's doing right now and that he is over his entire career been that way that so what is what is it you say you don't it's not passion that drives us what is it that drives us systems systems 
I mean, passion. He's just, boy, he's a system guy, isn't he? That's especially what you and both you and Dwayne have said. I still haven't watched the uh, the uh, the Apprentice, but he's a systems guy. From what Dwayne's describing, what you're oh, describing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no he problem. he wants a system. Yeah. We need a system. We need what do we need to do for the border? And somebody said, well, you know, if they'd stay in Mexico, he goes, okay, there's a system. How do we do that? You see, that's the difference. It's not his passion. How how do you get fired from the Apprentice or the Celebrity Apprentice? is you failed to put together a system that had obvious solutions in front of you multiple times. You're out of here. Would, all right. So in, in the, in the book, um, I think this is going to tie back into that in Atlas rug that Glenn. So morbidly <laughs> put into my hands. It was like, he knew that this rat was going to go for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I, so, I put a I put a dollar in your slot with that one. <laughs> so, so there was a there was a factory up in Minnesota that was it was about to go broke, and he went to a banker, and the banker just interviewed him. You know, he was trying to show him all kind of plans and all kinds of things he was going to do, and he visited with him. And after a while, the guy goes, "I just you know personally, I'd like." And he said, "No loan." As soon as he made it personal, he sent it home. He he refused to, to loan money. That's a system. Yeah. But he gave them long enough to hang themselves. And, and the, what he was looking for people were, was like, okay, what's your system? What are you going to do to pay me back? How does your back? system work? How do you pay I don't want to hear about your personal finances. I don't want to hear about your passion. <laughs> your passion. That's how you pay, pay me my back. bills. <laughs> right. That's Donald Trump? I think so. Everything I've observed, that seems to be the way he is. And so then it, they fired him because he did that. And this bank that was huge goes under i hope that doesn't happen to the united states but i can't figure out the debt thing at at all how 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 on the world in world did she predict we would be in this position in 1957 because madonna wasn't even born then well i know but i think she saw the system she saw the pattern she said she knew how to do it and then she did it through a book by the way which, um, you know, she always, her husband had to help her not keep going. She would constantly want to give up on books. She couldn't keep it to less than 1,900 pages. That's probably why it was hard to keep going. Have you read the book, Dwayne? No. I um, will now, though. Yeah, you got to read it. You got to read it. It's a, it's a must read. I'm, and I do appreciate Glenn buying it. I have always talked about reading it. And never did, and he, but I kept quoting it. That you know about that, right? I kept quoting. Kept who is John Galt and all sorts of things. Think, think of go- what it would do for our country if it was required reading in high oh, school. Oh man, man! But I, then, but I, then I don't think you can require it as reading, and here's why: you have to want to read it. Well, you know, they. I didn't want to read Gone with the Wind, and they made me read it, and I fell in love with the book. Well, I didn't want to read Anthem. Which is Anne Rand short story because it's only like 200 pages, something like that. Anyway, uh, but it, I, I was, it just hooked me. You know, the only problem with reading both, both, um, but it was assigned to me. Yeah. Yeah. Margaret Mitchell and Anne Rand is when they just do, when they describe the perfect love scene, it ain't what it's, no. <laughs> you know, you want to describe that from the woman's standpoint, go ahead, but the guy is not thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a lack of understanding of male 
male psychology as far as that goes. You you know, listen, it's it's really interesting. Um, she definitely gets the idea of a business ethic. She gets that. She gets that very well. And a business ethic, the whole idea is to get a system, make it work, and make money. That's if you're doing anything else, your business ultimately will either not prosper or it'll fail. And then you're going to be sitting around making fun, making making excuses for why it's not working. But man, does she not? Un- she has no clue as to the ethic that 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 Zeno and that's why I went. That's why I went to it because I was getting poisoned by Ann Rand's ethic, and I was going like, it, "You're not appealing to me." But I went back and said, "Where's she getting that?" So I decided, well, let's go to the biggest debate between what is ethical, meaning what is best, the way to li- what's the best way to live your life. That's what that what that ethic means, and you can't. You got to go back to right about the time that that Greece was about to fall to Rome and they had Zeno and they had Epicurus and the idea of Epicurus is that you seek pleasure. Now, obviously that does not mean hedonism. You're going to seek stuff that's satisfactory and that's good for you. And then Zeno who says you got to take what is coming and it's, and then you're, you know, you serve and you do what you got to do, but they're not cynics. They're not, they're not sitting at home thinking nothing works. It's just, it's a, it's a balance. It's both. And I had this debate two or three years ago with a priest, uh, a um, Franciscan priest, um, and and the, the church got involved involved in that later, and as to which ones which, and 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 mostly you'd say Pauline epistles would be closer to being Zeno, mm-hmm. stoic. But um, we got I got into him because he was talking about that, and I went, well, my the problem is is if you get sanctified, if you work, if you do what you're supposed to do as a Christian. It doesn't matter which ethic you're raised on, you'll end up at the same place because you're going to satisfaction is going to be serving others. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And that's a system. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, uh, that's, that's, you know, if you look at Jesus's path in the Bible, to me, it looks very much like he had, he was building or making a system. Well, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold my judgment on where she goes with the personal ethic, but it sounds like to me, she pushes sensual pleasure is what Epicurus was talking about. And I don't, that's hedonism. I don't think that's where he was heading. I don't think that's, like I said, it's been a while since I've read the whole book. So it's, that's not what I got. Let's put it that way. She does. Now, again, it's not, strong in Christian values. I'll just be out there. But it doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater on that. I refuse to read any comments on it. I That's a to, good I'm wanting to just read it. Because it, it, it clouds your judgment if you do. Yeah. Anyway, yes, I'm going to tell you, Dwayne, I recommend the book a, a very, very highly. I, I do. Um, it, it's, well, he, he, hedonism means immediate gratification. You can, you can have delayed gratification that's not hedonism. So, I I would distinct. Yeah, and and you you can look at people who are very successful in business, and a lot of it is about delayed gratification. You know, I'm not going to spend the money on that, even though that's a cool thing. And everybody, let's say AI chips. I don't know. I'm not going to spend the money on that because we have other things to do, and you allocate resources based on a system. And you know, that's what Dwayne's talking about. You're you know it's going to be way better down here, but you're giving up here. Right, right. 
you know, I'm, I'm going to just say this. I started it. I'm going to stop it because I really don't want to find out what Glenn knows about her her ethic. I want to find out as I read it. So I'm going to I'm going to pull the plug. On All right. It. We'll pull the plug on that. And I, and, I will, and I will add this and not having read the book, um, James, whenever you talk about what you like doing on this podcast, we talk it out. We work it out, simulate it in our minds in real time amongst us. And I think that's probably what she does is she's like Einstein. She just does these mental simulations over oh, a long course. And, and I think that's what that is. And I also want to tie that into AGI. Think of this. The very first good AGI that either came out or is coming out will be able to simulate a better AGI. I don't right. think they'll ever have access to the best AGI because I think the AGI the public will be allowed to use will be a simulation within a simulation that has all these controls on it. <laughs> It'll be a lot like teams. I am going to be glad to have you and, and, and Glenn and, and, and Brandon helping me through this. Who Shatuk Mahunti? Who is Shatuk Mahunti? I give up. He's one of the one of the best warriors that this world has ever known. Ooh. He he took he took Milan, Shalan, whatever it is. He 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 during that time, during that time when the Persians were strong and and the Greeks were just you know why you don't know him? I'm stealing this off a movie, but I checked on it and he's right. It's off of uh, the Emperor's Club. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't right. seen that person. That is a short movie that if you haven't seen it, it's simple. Go home and watch that movie. <laughs> Go home and watch that movie. Right. If you have any intellect or any intellectual curiosity about what should be going on in the education system, yeah. watch that movie. What's it okay? called? Emperor's the Club. Emperor's Club. Club? I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. Club. C-L-U-B. Got it. 2002. Um, That's an oldie. It is. And we and I watch that. I, I, I make myself watch it once a year. Really? I do. All right. And, and he makes the point. The reason you don't know who he is, you know who Alexander the Great is. Yeah. You know who Caesar is. Right. It's because they had contributions outside their their political battle. I mean, their their um, their military battles. They they contributed something. And I do believe that you do forget those people who are out there, unlike what Ayn Rand is saying, that they're just out there for profit and nothing else. Then yes, you do fine. Your business fine. You probably serve the public better than you did if you didn't do that. So it does affect the public if you do what's best for you. But, but why do we, we, I do believe that you need to make a, a contribution to society, but not forced to. That's the difference. And I think that's the point she's making is it's one thing to say, you know what? I would like to give $10,000 to these people. That's what I want to do. I'll help you. But, but I think she's saying it's got to be left to the person who's making that decision. I mean, to, to make that decision to do that. Yeah, a gift demanded is no gift at all. Right. So anyway, um, yes, you need to watch the movie. You need to right. watch it. I think it's um, it's profound, absolutely profound. One of the best movies that. ever made. Wow. Wow. And I missed it. Now, Kate, well, I feel, I feel like I was not a good prophet. I should have brought this movie up a long time ago. Well, hey, you brought it up. If you're listening to this podcast, the next movie you need to watch Needs to be that movie. The Emperor's Club. Especially if you have children still in school. 2002. Yeah. 
Kevin is Kevin Kleiner. Is that his name? I don't know. He's the he was in uh the same guy that was in um um a fish called Wanda. Yeah, it's Kevin Klein. Yes, him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good movie. <laughs> Very funny. It's my favorite part. I was a, I'm not gonna go in that movie a lot. My favorite thing is he's in England and he keeps driving on the wrong side of the road and making people almost wreck. And, and he is asshole. Yeah, uh, he, he is a CIA operative, suppose. <laughs> Now, I'm not saying you have to watch that one, but it is funny. It is funny. If you want a funny laugh, you <laughs> need some uh, palate cleansing. That's a good. You know, the the woman, it, 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 she's not given enough credit. The woman who plays um, John Cleese's wife in that movie, have you, that's got to be one of the best performances I have ever seen. That woman nails that role unbelievably well. Watch it. The next time you watch A Fish Call Wanda, focus on John Cleese's wife. That woman should have got an Academy a reward. <laughs> Academy reward. Yeah. Anyway, I told you the movies would come up today. Well, yeah. All you right. So that up front. All right. So, so I want to go back to what Dwayne said. Dwayne, you went three levels beyond what I was ready for. I was still thinking about movies. What do you mean <laughs> if we all have our personal AI? It's going to be what? You said something. a simulation within a simulation. So Tell me about what the one thing that we know about our government is when they have a toy, they want to have the best toy, and they want to guarantee everybody else's toy is inferior. Is their toy going to talk to my toy? Their toy is going to invent your toy. All right, they invent my toy. Now, I've taken toys before, and you don't recognize them after about a year. I alter my toy. Yeah, they'll, they'll keep... And I don't... Mattel doesn't come back and say... Fix that toy back, or at night you you go to sleep at night, you wake back up and your toy's back like it was, right? Yeah. All right, here's all right. Here's what I'm talking about. This is be, I cannot stand because when I turn my computer on, it's time to work. It's just I don't. If I open up my, now I, I can play with my iPad. That's okay. If I turn on my my PC, PC, it's time to work. We need to update to Windows 11. I get so mad that somebody's talking to my freaking computer without me knowing about it. It pisses me off. So if I get my AGI, is that what you call it? Yeah. Personal AI, we'll call it. Yeah. But, but, but we'll call it um, AGI is what runs it, kind of. So I'm sitting here talking to my to my computer. We're working. We're, we're collaborating together, which I do now. All right. I'm collaborating with it. And he goes, oh, man, he's getting ready to say. Dr. Smith, I don't want to say that because of Dr. Smith here. He's getting ready to say that Dr. Jones is committed malpractice. And I am on the computer with Dr. Jones and I like him. Um, he wasn't, he wasn't at fault. <laughs> oh, that's what you think. No, I don't that your personal won't. That's why you'll have to have it. I bet they're gonna be talking to it. They're gonna say it's time for Windows 11. That's what I'm saying. Is that they're, they, they're not gonna tell you it's time for Windows 11. They're just gonna put Windows 11 on. That's my point. So they, I don't have any control over it. It's not really my personal. And that's what he said. It's an illusion of yeah. having my personal. Yeah, it's a simulation. But the, aren't we simulating here? We can't oh, run a YouTube video right now. I'm, I believe that I'm a computer simulation that must believe in Christ. Really? I don't. But... <laughs> You'll unplug me if I don't. <laughs> well... <laughs> It makes more sense than anything else. Makes more sense to use the thing we've used for a couple thousand years. Oh, yeah, but that's not, that didn't exist. That was all made up. 
that was programmed in. There is no Rome. <laughs> so that's where you're going today. <laughs> I got a out of Delane on that. Into the matrix, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Well, then history doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. But I, but no, it, <laughs> it it exists because they programmed it in, and I must know it. So you're you're going with the full simulation theory that it's I'm not going. It's created when you look back. They have to create the code. Has to write the right, history. Wait. Stop! 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 We, we can say it tomorrow, and I'll say I believe it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow you'll believe it because tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, that's Conspiracy Friday. Anyway, <laughs> I have. I, I I will tell you that that one of my favorite. I've told you this before, Glenn Reynolds. He he must be AI because he he's so funny, but he. He'll set you up to. He's not AI. It's because he's funny. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what he'll do is, I'll, I'll tell you the, the funniest one he did. People were talking about making love robots, that you would have a mate that was a robot. And he would take it. And he, I love his format, the way he, he, he his website works. I wish we could do that without getting in trouble for stealing his idea, because it's a wonderful way to do it. Basically, it's how I do my text to you guys. I don't ever just send a link i have some comment to it i got that from glenn reynolds okay so <laughs> he would find every single article he could about the technology of making a female or a male partner mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have to get married you could have her and he built it up built it up and then he started showing those people walking around with their mannequins <laughs> so funny part being that that i don't I don't, I don't think we're even close to that. And I'm going to tell you that Glenn comes into town and we eat a couple of times out a week. And I like interaction. Are you surprised? Are you, are you, were you surprised to find out I like interaction with my waitresses and waiters? No, uh, perhaps surprised wouldn't be what I would call it. Maybe embarrassed, but Have you, I'm going to tell you something today that you've never heard. I wait till I do. Avocados are red. You know, something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. You're exaggerating. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, a little. We're not getting. We're not getting. We're not getting rid of humans. No, because we'll we'll get rid of whatever tries to get rid of us. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Why would Fanny and Big Booty Trudy? You know, I'm talking about. Yeah, funny. Funny Willis, is that it? Funny. Funny Willis. Funny Willis, apparently. You can't call her Fanny. Funny Willis. Big booty, crudy, crudy. Why didn't they get on AI and say, hey, I'm about to be cross-examined? What should I not say? I have a theory. Scott Adams brought this up, too. That because of the way, you know, DEI and all that, the, the wokeness is gone. There is one group you can't tell anything to. That's black women. He says we're afraid of them. Yes. We're I afraid am not because, afraid of no, a black no, woman. That's ridiculous. That's not it. That's not what he's talking. We're afraid of what would happen if we said something wrong to a African-American lady. You know. That's what we're afraid of. And you got to get over it. I, I know. I, I, I have watched this closely now for five or six years this cancellation thing before trump became president even i started watching you know that 
And the only way you survive is the Rush, Rush Limbaugh. If you're going into it and you see no way out, go in deeper. Just go in deeper. Just say it. Make a joke about black people. Just do it. That's the way you get out of it. Don't give in once. Don't apologize. Don't. Why do we still have Kansas City Chiefs, but we don't have Washington Redskins? Don't give in to them. Don't give in to them. That's well, the Washington key. Redskins. And if I'm with a black woman and I think of a funny joke where the black person is going to be the blunt of it, I'll tell it. Well, you know, you can see signs of that, too. The, the guy who just hosted SNL, I forget, he's a comedian. He's very funny. He did a whole set on his Down syndrome sister. <laughs> In New York on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and he said, you know, I know I look a little downs because it just missed me. But it got my sister. That was one of the jokes. Why not? Well, I know, but uh, I'm saying I mean, he's not afraid. And he was fired. Vicious. He was fired originally because of some jokes that weren't that at all. And then he just went out and started touring and doing things. And turns out if you're really, really funny, Saturday Night Live, even though they fired you, will ask you back on because they're trying to get their ratings up. You know, you know to me, to me, I don't know, we're, we're getting off of technology. But to me, Blazing Saddles is making fun of white people. And I have never laughed more at us. Well, yeah. And if you, if you ever listen to Mel Brooks talk about that movie and how he got it made, and the original, you know, when she's with the sheriff, is it true what they say about uh, black men? Whoa, it's, it's whoa. The original line he says was that he, the sheriff, came back and say, "You're sucking on my arm." And he okay. said, "No one would go k that. No one would do." No one, so well, that's, had that to change was a sexual that. chat taboo, but they sure they sure crossed the, the racial ones. Oh, they I did. Mean, <laughs> By God, did they cross the racial, but not the Irish. <laughs> yeah, just the opening. Well, thing when right. he puts the gun to his head. So, so going back to that, I do believe I, I see what he's saying, but mate, what you're saying is, is that I am an exception on some of those things. Well, yeah, and, and, a lot and, of people are. So but I'm he, not afraid. I'm not afraid of judges. I'm not afraid of black women. I'm not afraid of DAs. I'm not afraid of cops. Uh, now, I will say this about the police. I do believe that there is a, there are some bad police out there. But if you're being told by a bad policeman to do something, he's got the gun. Do it. Just do it. Now, that's my advice to you as a lawyer. Do what the man with the gun says. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got rights later. But right then is not the time. Right's when you can call your lawyer. That's when you got rights. <laughs> but no, these, Shut people, up these people who and do what he says. The people who, who who want to argue with the cop with a gun, that's just not very smart. Well, and even when that happens, rarely does it end in a police shooting something. What's that? Well, the idea that police were brutality, blah, blah, blah. I know there's brutality. I know there's some mistakes. I know all that. But this idea that if you com comply, they're going to shoot you. That's in, uh, prevalent at when we first started this whole Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah, but yeah, and so I'm, I'm at a different level on it because this is what I'm really saying is that, that it, it's a situation 
where and, and I do believe that police are a necessary evil. It's like army are you, you kill people and break things. You arrest people. You care. You're running around with the guns. It's a necessary evil. We don't like men going around with guns who can put you in jail. That's a that, but it's a necessary thing. Mm-hmm. And and I you know, if you have a if you if you're a woman and you have a husband who, you know, doesn't like something and you do it to provoke him and he eventually hits you. Yes, he needs to go to jail, but you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah. Well, why would you want to provoke a police officer? Why would you do that? Even if he's being bad. I don't know. I don't make any sense to me. He's he's not he's not following the rules. That guy got my shoot. Yeah. One one of the guys I watch on YouTube but what constantly I, is donut operator. He breaks down shootings. That's what he does. A lot. And he was a formal SWAT guy, a for, you know, been in the military, everything. Uh and uh he's hilarious. But he kind of, you know, he'll call out, you know, well, here's what this policeman did wrong. And it's real hard to do this in the situation. He'll go through it, though. But then, you know, he'll also show this guy. He saved a lot of lives doing what he did. And he got shot, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So he shows the good and the bad. So I like it. But, yeah, it's amazing how many people just argue their way into jail. Right. Basically. Or getting shot. Maybe it's rare, but it could be. But, but 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 I will say this. But going back to the original point is is that I'm not afraid of black women. Now I, he said that. I was going. I don't get that. I'm not afraid of them. I think there is a large. There is this idea, and you get canned if you do, say the wrong thing. If, you know, then go work somewhere else. That's super easy if you've worked your way up into a position. All right. So one of the things your little guy said in that book. One of the books you gave me, as soon as you get a job, be looking for another one. Um, all right. So, so anyway, going which is a system. <laughs> all right. But anyway, going back to all of this is that, you know, it's common sense. It's just funny how ethics, it keeps coming up. Um, as a lawyer, there's no doubt. There are times where, you know, the judge is wrong. He's absolutely wrong. You got two ways or three ways or 15 ways to handle it. But the way to embarrass him in front of a courtroom is not the way to do that. Judge, may I approach the bench? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why we do that. Look, this is why I think you're not right. I don't want to... I want to say it for everybody. Yeah, I'd like to try to see if we can get this right done here. How does that go usually? Well, sometimes they dig in. Then you have to do it. You have to, you have to, and then you have to appeal. And and, and that's, we recently did that to a judge in Monroe. He, he made you go to him, you went to the bench, you say, look, you do this, you're going to get overturned on appeal. And he did it, and we got we overturned him. You know, you just have to do it sometimes. But um, my point I'm making is, is that I'm not afraid of black women. And, I don't, I, and I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid. You know what I'm saying? I don't walk around in fear. I think what people are afraid of, and I think Scott even said this, he said, they're afraid to tell black women the truth. Is it necessary to, though? I'm not going to go up to them and go, hey, you're a big fat slob. Well, no, but if they're pushing, there's a natural resistance to not, okay, I'm just going to let this go. Dwayne, could you tell us what we're talking about in this conversation? I think what has happened is the left, the radical left, have created a very successful tool. And that tool is called demagoguing with the with the label of racism. And so they yeah. have 
created a white fear of being labeled a racist. And so you almost don't want to have any confrontation with somebody that on the surface, it could be turned around and you, you're you now labeled forever a racist, as if that's the worst thing you could possibly be. I think being racist is is not not good. It's unethical, immoral, and it's bad. But on the level of other bad things you could be in this in this world, I think it's pretty low. Yeah. Especially if it's just a thought crime and there's no acts behind it. Yeah, I mean, if you think it but never do anything with it, is that? Well, you know, it goes back to the good, Dwayne. That's I think I see what you're getting at, and and that's what Dwayne. I guess what we were dancing around didn't know we were. So, so we're afraid of being called racist, is what what he's saying. And I don't worry about that because I know I'm not one. I'm gonna start with that. It's not reality. I would hire, I have hired black people. Now, it's difficult for a small law firm to get a good qualified black person. Why? Because James Davison or Tech or Bang. small pool. Yeah, they're going to hire them away from me. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't get them. They, the, they demand, a, they, they demand a premium um, and can get it. The marketplace. The marketplace. Well, there, there's also the other fact that this is now supposedly a bad racist term to use. They're a minority. What are they on on the average? Only seventeen percent of the population, or twelve, depending on where you look. Well, I guess with our recent import of new infants, <laughs> um, their their numbers are going even lower. So, so just by the volume of the ones, if if their education level and intelligence level is the same as everybody else, you're naturally going to have a really small pool to choose from. Right. 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 Statistically. But, you know, I'm a big baseball guy and the Astros didn't start until, you know, the early sixties before that, I didn't have a team that I could read historically. And I adopted the Brooklyn Dodgers as that team. Cause about the time that they moved into Los Angeles, when the Astros became a, a thing, but, Branch Rickey looked out there and goes, you know, we can't beat the Yankees with these rules as they are, everybody being white. All the good Yankees, all the good white players go to, I mean, all of them. They didn't have any black players. All the, all the good players go to, to the Yankees. How are we going to beat them? And he brought in black people and won a World Series with them. That, to me, is how you defeat racism right there. You are a yeah. fool to not take the best players. You are a but, fool to do that. And if you move, game that out a little more, what's the best way to thwart uh, any kind of systemic racism if you're African-American? Be excellent. Ask education, right? Be excellent. Just be excellent. Nope, you don't have to have education. Be, ed- be excellent. Be the best plumber. You know my plumber's black? He is good. That's why I have him. I didn't care what color he was. And now my toilet works right. There you go. You know, I don't care what. But I mean, he had to get some kind of education, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. it goes back to that. The biggest uh, driver, I think, of systemic racism in this country is our school systems. Emperor's Club. This stuff. Watch the Emperor's Club. All right. I will. <laughs> we had to bring it back to that, Dwayne. Good point, Dwayne. Uh, thank you. I, it's, it's always funny. Dwayne sits back and listens to you and me and talk. And we're not quite connecting what our issue is. And he he nails it for us. You ever thought about being a lawyer? All the time. <laughs> you know how it happened. I'm going to tell, tell our listeners why. 
is because he's been represented twice, and and both times he was a better lawyer than they were. Oh, God. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I impressed the fire out of a judge up in North Carolina. Uh, I had an ex-wife that presented some chicken scratch on a napkin, and he basically told her to get the heck out of Dodge. And I was there to pick up my kids for the summer after I had, haven't had them for a couple summers, after, and I drove a 1,000 miles to get them. And so I was pretty disappointed, but I, I had plan B. I'd done my research, typed up my own papers, my own um, what do you call it? Petition and order and multiple copies and put the headers on it and everything, used all the right language, gave that to her. She looked at it, went back up there, bugged the judge. He's like, What are you coming back for? She presented that to him and he looked at it and he smiled. He looked at the back of the room, said, Are you Mr. Shrum? I said, Yes, sir. He goes, Are you a lawyer? I said, No, sir. And then he just grinned, said, Come on up and get sworn in. I got, <laughs> I got to take my kids home that summer. It was so rewarding. Awesome. You know, you know, I don't do domestic work. I don't do. I, first of all, I don't. I know it's creeped into everybody's family. So I don't know anybody that's been untouched by divorce, but I don't like it. I don't like it for Dwayne. I don't like it for his kids. And I know you don't either. But sometimes it has to happen. Yep. I just can't do it. I don't have the heart to do it. I don't have the I don't have the drive. I can't make myself fight for kids. I can't, you know, when I'm for custody and stuff, I just. I just couldn't do it. It just, I don't know why. I just, I guess well, some, I, I don't know. Some people don't have any business going to a train wreck involving kids. It's, yeah. it's just not a pretty thing, but some people have an act for it. So yeah. Oh no, no, no. I, I, my daughter does it. Katie does it. She seems she'll fight for you. She, she seems to be very good at it. Um, but I just personally, I, 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 when you told that story, I was going like, well, you know, few times that I've done custody, I was absolutely relying on my client to tell me why they should get those children because I I couldn't do it. But I want to tell you something, almost every time they were right. So I think that what Dwayne's real problem with his lawyer was she wasn't listening. That could be. Yeah. That very well could be. Sometimes if you just listen to your client, you'll get it. Because, I mean, at first, you know, what? Ha- here's what happens in those cases. When you first get them there, they're all emotional and they're upset and they're wanting to fight and they're wanting to punch and all kind of stuff, you know, and, and hurt them, hurt them, hurt them. And then you, you keep talking to them. And then after a while, you'll find out what the real problem is. Well, you know, really, truly, Thursdays is the night we would always go do blah. And I can't have them Thursdays anymore because of the judge, you know, and it's something silly like that. Well, you find out that there's a way to fix that. You know, I don't know, but I didn't like it. I didn't like yep. it at all. But uh, but I'm I did hear that story, and I'm not surprised at all that Dwayne did that. <laughs> Where did you do your research? The early internet. Remember, I I was ahead of Al Gore. I helped invent the there internet. You. <laughs> that was like Al Gore. I believe Dwayne. Anyway. Yeah, that was literally in the mid in the mid nineties. I le- I learned how to access access a lot of um uh legal research online in the mid 90s what what did you file or prepare um she had gotten a sleazy attorney (laughs) to create what looked like a protective order that was an emergency protective order come to find out three years later the judge says i realize this says it's a protective order but it doesn't really comply it's not a protective order it was more of a bluff and you just believed it for three years and so I filed an order to modify our um, 
placement schedule because we never had a follow-up hearing on that emergency protective why didn't your lawyer do that um because they wanted five thousand dollars up front to do anything and and i kind (laughs) of knew that if i just played my time she would her she was just doing it to get back at me and figured that i i would straighten it out within a year and i i let her suffer through having to take care of the kids for a couple summers and she she cried <laughs> waved the white flag and begged me to have them back for the summer. And so I basically made her go in front of the judge and admit that what, what she had done before for the fake protective order was all bogus. Wow. That she abused the court and lied to them about what our original agreement was. So her attorney had showed her the two prior placement schedules and claimed that I wasn't following it. And so I, they should send a sheriff in Louisiana to recover the kids for her because I had them more than one week out of the month. And that wasn't the latest placement schedule that was approved or ordered by the court. The latest one was I had them for the most of the summer because we live so far apart. Uh-huh. And she just tried to pretend to a different judge that that latest order didn't exist. It was the one prior to that where I only got them out of one week out of each month when I lived in town. And and uh, and, 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 it's, and it's, it's, it's amazing you figured it out. It's all of a sudden a, a kickback here. Anyway, um, but you but you see, here's what I'll say: I would not have figured that out for you because I don't, I can't make myself think that way. I I don't belong in domestic at all. It's one of those things knowing yourself. Um, to thine own self be true. Well. No, thyself, nothing in excess. That's the, that's what's above the yeah. uh, Parthenon. But I, um, it's an interesting to me. It, all right, so so all of this is to say he did that before AI. He he used his own God given talent and ability to to figure that out. Um, very very Jim Big Jim esque. You can see why they were friends. Yeah. Um, but um, I will tell you this, Dwayne. For every Dwayne who tries to do it themselves. There's a hundred non-Dwaynes who get themselves in real bad trouble trying to file those things, especially in criminal court. They make things yeah. worse. Yeah, I don't know so, if I trust myself in criminal court. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you I know, know I, could. I will tell you this, you know, the sharp dresser thing. Keep that in mind if you're out there. There's a people, you know, that's code. We, we lawyers use that. I probably shouldn't be announcing that. But when you say somebody's a sharp dresser, that's that means they're an empty suit. and those they prey those guys prey on criminal defendants wow um but i will tell you something it catches up with them you know very quickly very quickly it sounds look what i look it's caught up with this guy it's caught up with with nathan whatever his name is willis oh nathan hayes nathan what's his last name his last name's nathan wait i don't know i right out of my head about 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 talk about big booty Trudy's boyfriend. Yeah, Nathan, Nathan Wade. Yeah, Nathan Wade. That's it. I think it's caught up with him. It happens every time. It catches up with him. if if you're not really producing. Man, did it catch up with him? Ooh. So so you know you following that, Dwayne? I didn't see what what did he what did uh, the the other attorney, his attorney, Nathan Wade's attorney or really law partner had to testify. Did he say anything juicy? Oh, yeah. So there's there's a text message where he's telling somebody else about when that relationship started. 
And so he was questioned about it. And he basically denied any knowledge of when their relationship started, even though the text message said he knew when. And then they finally asked him, well, why did you say this in the text message? And he said, well, I was speculating. He said, so what was the basis of the speculation? And he said, well, I, w- I was just I was just making it up. I just threw that out there. And so then one of the 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 female attorney for Trump was pressing, but really kind of in a soft way. And the judge was kind of pressing her back, asking, answered, asking, answered, move on, move on, move on. And then one of the other attorneys got a hold of it as a male. And he he really his voice got raised and he got more aggressive in his voice more angry in his voice and he started pressing really hard and he said so so you do you normally lie about your friends like this <laughs> talking about the speculation of their yeah yeah it's funny. and and the judge allowed it so the judge was uh pushing back on the trump female attorney that was not being aggressive but the judge kind of allowed these other male attorneys that were aggressive to really push this guy hard and you can tell he was squirming and he made him look like a moron liar on the stand. How how recent is that text that he did? I I don't remember. I don't remember the details. Well, to me, it's important because I can tell you if you go back and look at my text from five years ago, I'm not going to remember them. I'll probably remember something last week or two, but even a month or so, I'm going to. Yeah, they kept printing them out and providing him copies, and he just kept claiming. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I sent that. I, I and I I don't know why I speculated. Yeah, I said that, but I don't know why. That that wasn't true. I didn't have a basis for knowing. He just kept back, you know, crawfishing. That's Louisiana crawfishing right there. Well, I'm going to be surprised, I can be, but I'm going to tell you something those lawyers committing perjury under oath might not get them in jail, even though it may should, but it never happens it seems. And I'm just going to tell you again, most of the time, bar associations are quick, quick, to, quick to, to, to punish you. And, um, you know, they'll, if they err, they usually err on punishing. You have to go, you have to appeal to the Supreme Court to get it undone. They Punch. seem, so I'm going to tell you this. I do believe that, that we as lawyers are concerned about this lawfare. I believe that we are going to regulate it. And I have a feeling that, that, Big Booty Trudy's going down. You know what the number one complaint is that that um, conservative watchdog group filed with the um, Georgia bar against Fani? I saw that the headline. Campaign finance violations. Making the <laughs> cash fungible. <laughs> what y'all were saying, taking the cash out for the and misusing it. She admitted it on no. I know, I know. Some of it was, it was you tried to say that it wasn't all that. I'm going like, man, it looked like it to me. Well, that's looked- exactly what they filed in there was campaign finance violations, which is funny because that's the whole basis of all this lawfare against Donald Trump is campaign finance. <laughs> I, 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 I point a finger three or pointing back at you. So, so. But, uh, he's got them. I mean, they. I think they're going. I really do believe that. I don't believe that the Georgia Bar Association is going to stand for it. I just, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think they will. This, this, it, I really do believe this, that, that, that it's a, it's a, it's a unfair that to say that we as lawyers allow that to go. We don't, we do not, we do not put up with it. 
the, the that's why I said it, it catches up with the empty with the with the, with the sharp dressers. So it, it's just a matter of bomb damage assessment at this point. Exactly. I don't think this judge is going to what he rules is is going to be a lot less important than what happens to them with there's, the association. There's one more thing that everybody is speculating. The judge kept saying things in court to these attorneys, even on the okay, that's been asked and answered. Move on. I don't see where you're going with this. Let's move on to a different line of questioning. The judge kept saying stuff like that, but every now and then he threw something in that let us lay people have the idea that the judge and the attorneys knew and discussed something that they're not sharing with us about a future hearing. He kept telling them, yeah, ask and answer, but save that for the so-and-so hearing or some future hearing or something. So there's a lot more, another chapter to this story that's coming. Well, isn't that something? You know, you know, I think that even withdrawing as a member of the bar does not protect you from being permanently disbarred. That that it's not like president where you get out and they can't impeach you. I think they can impeach I'm pretty sure that they do do that because they don't want you coming back. You can't, okay, well, I'm going to reapply. They'll say, okay, no, we're going to accept your resignation, but it's permanent or you have to retake the bar or whatever it is that they decide to do. Uh, This is bad behavior, guys. And I'm ashamed for my profession that this happened, but I'm not, again, I'm not surprised. The the, the legal profession knows that there are people, some people, bad eggs are going to slip through the cracks that we got to deal with it so that's what i predict i predict that it's the bar association that does something i don't know what this judge is going to do because i haven't seen any hearings with Dwayne and, and sarah it sure sounds like their reports it is not good for for big booty trudy and company well there's a there's a big hearing tomorrow that'll be streamed what's it's a hearing some something tomorrow in that court with the judge judge mcafee all right well now the here's the deal um the time is up um we we're going to Monday talk about the immunity. Um, we tried. We are. So, uh, uh, listen, I'm not going to hide this. We recorded it already. And well, we tried to and we had trouble with our technology. So we're having to redo it. And I'm kind of glad that we did, because when we did the immunity podcast, it we they had not taken writs. They had not right. accepted the, the application, the, the emergency they application. Just accepted it, they? they just accepted it. And because of the first podcast, um, we I was not sure about what was ruled at the lower level and why they brought in Marbury versus Madison. I have since had time to read it and can explain that. So I do think that if you want to to um, follow that that where that is is where the where Trump has immunity for prosecution for things that took place while he was president, there's more information on it. And I'm going to say this, whatever we do could change again, because now that the, the Supreme Court has accepted the the application, the emergency application, that there's going to be briefing that's going to give us even more information on this. Because, again, it, it's it's more complicated. It always is as far as what's, what's going on behind it's procedurally. We're going to try to work that out for you. But um, the the practical, political, the thing we could talk about today in advance is by the Supreme Court accepting writs, uh, Meoff Smith, I mean, um, 
Jack is not going to be able to uh, get it before get that in before trial before the election. I think it's it's impossible to. Can I ask you one question that you may reserve the right to not answer right now, but I want to throw it out there: the question of immunity. Couldn't that come into play? for most, if not all, this other lawfare, even at the state level. And now that the Supreme Court has accepted to consider it, and it'll be oral arguments in mid-April, could that potentially delay almost every single Trump lawfare case now, if they make the right motions? Well, let's go through them. I, I think uh, Latiti's, um, I don't think that hers would get affected because it had nothing to do with being president. That would definitely be out. It's not considered investigating a, or a pre-investigation or possible um, leading to an investigation by the Justice Department, his Justice Department, of inappropriate activities concerning federal presidential elections. Well, if it is his state court. I understand that. But is it his purview as president? As chief, um, um, what is it? What is it called? Uh, the attorney general is considered chief cop, but isn't really the president over the um, AG. Well, I guess I guess we need. To, I'm not getting you because what he's being accused of took place before he was president and after he was president. Those were things that they're saying took place not while he was president. In Georgia, now, they said he made that. That phone call. Wait, 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 wait. That's about the election. Wait, 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 wait. Let's stick with Latiti. That's the one that they just ruled 300 and something. We're going to be four, four, four. Oh, Leti yeah, Le Leticia. Yeah, you're right. Oh, Leticia. Have I been saying it wrong? Yes, yes, every time. Okay. So, anyway, I get confused between Latiti's and Fat Fanny. <laughs> okay. So, Latiti's the one that, that's with Judge uh, Egg Moron. Yes. Okay. That one, that one immunity should not apply, but they should be disbarred over it. That's a ridiculous. I think the judge should be disbarred. I think she should be disbarred. I think that was a, an absolute show trial, an absolute. They, nothing was done right procedurally. No jury, nothing. That thing was bad. Okay. I, how can you get summary judgment? And the lawyers weren't allowed to argue anything. Argue. Um, uh, maybe we need to get some of those those guys willing to pound witnesses up there for a while too, because again, I would have stood up to Egg Moron, I think, or quit. One of two things would happen. I said, "Look, I'm not going to deal with this," or I'm ready to go to jail for you uh, for trouble. Yeah. I'm going to go. This guy. So I, I agree that Letitia James and Arthur Egg Moron um, does not apply to the immunity question, right? But the others do. Yes, it, that's mm -hmm. exactly right. Anything that's involving something he did while president, if the Supreme Court rules that he's immune, you can just They're all going away. So he should be able to put a big pause button on all that now. His attorney should be able to. Yes. Why are the conservatives mad at the judge in, in Florida? What did she do? I don't know. I don't know. I have to look into that. All right. I still think, guys, I still think they misinterpret scheduling. That they read something that 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 those lawyers that have never practiced again. I'm I am not saying I'm smart enough to be a, a talking head on CNN. I'm not saying that at all. But you can tell by talking to me. I've been in the trenches for thirty something years, pushing forty, and I can just tell you that scheduling is not political. 
it's computerized and and you have these it's all by especially at federal no, court it's federal court it's all done yeah. by a computer what's the matter i said yeah. by dominion anyway. by dominion there you go but but my point is is that she if she again I, I you can't read that kind of stuff into what a judge is doing she knows that is a competent judge she knows what's going on she knows it's political and I don't think that she is going to make a ruling that looks political. Does that make sense? Yeah. She's going to keep it. If this is what the computer says, that's what we're doing because that's what we do. And that way she can't be accused of playing politics. Yes, she could say we're not going to hear it till after the election. Then she's playing politics. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't know what they're upset about. But I can tell you that I picked the drift up in comments and in, 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 in some, some things in, in different articles I've read that the conservatives are upset with her. I'm going like, for what? What has she done? What has this guy in Atlanta done wrong? You know what I'm saying? I, I keep talking about well, it, but I don't know I, what he's I, done wrong yet. He didn't bring those charges. It, it, I understand. But what I'm saying is they're, they're seeing this whole thing as a big conspiracy. And so anything that looks like it's against Trump at all, like I'm being very fannies obviously needs to go. But I'm going through this long, lengthy process. You understand that, but lay people don't. Yeah, I mean, it was so fun that day Victoria was in here. And I said, how do they set those dates? And she didn't know why I asked. Was it by computer? She, she knows, and she's just been doing this for two years. You know it. If you're in the trenches, you know that's how it works. But if you don't, you think it's political. Because almost everything is. There you go. All right, guys, I think that. Or at the end of the podcast, it seems like that's when it always gets you. So how how desperate are they going to get if he's able to push the mega pause button on all this lawfare? They're going to be in full freakout mode now. They're in full freakout. Freak out. Yeah, I want to say this. I was talking to um, a young gentleman yesterday, um, blue collar, but very smart. Okay. And we were just discussing um, my theory that Glenn, he just really kind of angers me about some of these books he makes me read because I see the world differently. And <laughs> one of one one of them is a black swan. And and you kind of know it intuitively. You know, you can't, it's like Napoleon Dynamite. How could anybody ever know that? Mm -hmm. You know, what was the best? If someone said that's the best hamburger in the world, how how could anybody ever know that? Right. You don't know. Is all I know is I've never had a better one. But if I ever have one, then I didn't know. I was wrong. Okay. You can't, in, the, in this idea that these people used to say there's no such thing as a black swan. Why? Because I've never seen one. If you ever see one, then it throws that theory out. Well, I, I go through history, and I don't see any way to stop communism but to kill them. It doesn't, nothing's ever worked. They will stay at it until they defeat you if you don't kill them. And that's why I think Pinochet's Chile is still free. He killed them. He, got, he killed them. And, and you see how many people have had to kill these communists over years that's how you defeat them and i said so I, I couldn't think of an example and then i did there's a black swan and it's it's um whitaker chambers you can convert you can change you can see the evils of communism so i can't kill them all <laughs> uh, they can <laughs> repent james <laughs> now that answers your question somehow i can't remember what it was but that's my point is, is it's a black swan whatever it was oh oh i know what it is is that they're communists and I don't know what to do with what commies. They're commies. What do you do? They're willing to kill the baby. They're willing to yep. split the baby 
to Solomon's story where, you know, the real mother said, oh, she can have him. Oh, that's how I know it's her because she didn't want her baby to die. You know, and so so the communists, this isn't their country. They don't care. They're willing to crash it. They're willing to look at (laughs) Reed and Rand. They're willing to kill it. They're willing to kill it. Dwayne, I really believe they're willing to kill. They're willing to destroy. And I think that if and when this immunity thing happens, you're right, Dwayne. They're going to freak out. Communists are going to go nuts. Well, I'll leave you with this Douglas Adams quote that kind of ties in a little bit with what you some what we talked about earlier. This is the guy who wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He, he said, as, as if aliens were talking about the human race, human beings who are almost unique in having the ability to learn from the experience of others are also remarkable for their apparent dis- disinclination of doing so. How you find that? That's a quite a great quote and true. But why, why, what, what, what was the relevance of that? I know you had it. Connect the dots. Learning from others' mistakes. We have the ability. But I know, but what's that got to do with, with, with if immunity gets granted and they go? Uh, this was at the first part of the program when we were talking uh, and ran and simulations okay. and AGI. And, and well, you know, it's kind of funny. My brother was ahead of me by a year and a half. So he got his license, driver's license, about a year and a half before I did. And he went around driving 100 and something miles. My dad gave him a, a, a car with a racing, a, a experimental racing motor. It was the stupidest thing. He, my dad even admitted it. He got stopped at 135 or some crazy thing back in the day. And he was constantly having, he was constantly having his, his car taken away from him because he wouldn't behave. So when I got my car and my license, you talk about drive, you know, I go a little over speed limit, but I didn't show off in that car. I was very, I wanted to keep my license. I learned from my brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't learn from himself. What's that? But he didn't learn from himself. No, he still drives like a madman. <laughs> he... <laughs> a pattern. Yeah. Uh, I've got a video of him at 55 cutting donuts. <laughs> well, maybe this explains... with his grandson in the car with him. <laughs> maybe this explains why communists don't learn from other communists that that crap don't work. I I, I don't I, I don't know what to do. We're one in all right. So Whitaker Chambers is the one black swan, and the rest of them are all white. They don't. You can't stop them. How do you stop? I've had this quick connection with. I had this question to Jim. He couldn't answer it either. How do you stop them if you don't throw them out of helicopters? How do you do it? They don't care. They don't care if they destroy your country. They don't care. Well, you're. Yes. Oh, got to go. Guys work. All right. Well, remember, PJ's coffee will solve all this, James. That's how we you do got communism. Go ahead That's do how we do. Look, do I'm going to go. You go ahead and do the full thing. And we might we have with her here. We might be able to figure out what to do. OK. All right. All right, Dwayne. I'm going to tell you. We'll fight communism. We're going to have these people who are communists who want to destroy our country, drink some PJ's coffee. And they're going to say, wait, maybe I'm not thinking this right. If I can have this delicious coffee, I wouldn't have this under communism. So I think that's how we solve this problem, by going to the PJs in hot Louisiana, having wonderful breakfast pastries, lunch pastries, and of course, lunch and breakfast sandwiches, along with Zap Chips, all natural Red Bull, and of course, your wonderful aromatic coffees.
free market enterprise, baby. There you go. That's how we stop it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you all tomorrow. <laughs>